Ben Simmons has made a decision, and we've been chatting about that all morning. He is not, not going to Tokyo. Doesn't come as a great surprise to you. This man, Shane Hill, who's been to many Olympics and is a basketball aficionado and a superstar of our game. Shane, what's your first thoughts when you heard the news that Simmons was not going to represent the Boomers? I guess my first reaction is I'm shocked that everyone's so shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I've been saying for months that there has been nothing that has indicated that, that Ben is committed to playing for the Boomers really ever. And um, I think at some stage he'll play for the Boomers. I think it'll be on his bucket list. I think he'll want to go to the Olympics. He'll tick that box. And But when that time comes, it will probably be the time that just suits him. So is it mental or skills that you think is uh, keeping him away from Tokyo? Uh, you know, I think it's a combination of everything. I think right now he's taking a massive hit. Um, he needs to go and do the work. He needs to change his shot. It's broken. We know that, um, and the results show that. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see whether he actually does do it because since high school and since college, we've thought that that was the thing that he was going to improve on that was going to take him to be one of the all-time superstars of the NBA. But he's actually regressed over the last three years because he hasn't made change to his poor technique. Who does he turn to? I mean, I know there's coaches and there's coaches, but who does he turn to to get help in this? Does he go outside of the 76ers? Does he have a a, a shooting coach? I mean, can you just give us a a guide on, you know, with you and your vast experience in the game? I mean, does he he work on a one-on-one basis? Does he work in a group? Are there more than just Ben Simmons out there who would be changing things up before the next season? Well, I think, you know, he, he wouldn't be having much to do with the 76ers, I wouldn't think. Right. That's done. They haven't treated him overly well. They've treated him as the scapegoat for their failures in, in this series. So I think it would be more his agency and the people that are close to him have to really employ somebody that has the belief and is prepared to put the time in. And I really think it starts with simple one-hand shooting. He needs to change his technique so badly because it is broken. I, I would I would actually encourage him to change hands and shoot with his right hand before he keeps the same style as what he's done. He's more chance of starting again to be able to get the right technique and get some sort of success. But it's going to take hours every single day to make that change and create a new habit that gives him the belief to actually shoot the ball from the perimeter because it got to the stage where he just did not want to shoot the ball from outside or even take shots close to the basket Mm. just in case he got fouled because he had no belief. So just take me back. You think he should change shooting hands? Oh, no, I said I would change shooting hands before I would keep the same technique. Gotcha. I think that um, he needs to totally start again. And sometimes it's harder to change an existing technique than it is to start again mm. with somebody that, you know, you see him, he's got great skills on both sides of his body. So I think that would actually be easier unless he's committed to go back to the very basics that you teach kids that are eight or nine, starting with a hand under the ball and and balancing it and shooting with follow-through and backspin, all of the techniques that right now he just doesn't have on his shot. Shane Heal, our guest on Sporting Goss, we're talking about Ben Simmons. When you go into, and, you know, you have the yips, it's like golf, it's like probably having shots for goal in other sports and the like, 
it, will it be quantity of practice or quality of practice, or is it as, as obvious as saying it's got to be a mix of both? Well, I mean, you know, does he go and just shoot, 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 and just get into a rhythm? But you're not doing it under game pressure and mental pressure and scoreboard pressure, are you? So we're not going to see the, the 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 fruits of his labour until well into an NBA season. Yeah. Well, he, he, the last thing he wants to do is just shoot with the same technique. You know, you, you, he has to stop shooting that way and start again and, and develop the right technique. And it's really difficult to do because you want to, you need to accept change. You need to understand that it's broken. I've got to start again. I put time in and then it does have to happen in an empty gym, just with his coach of starting like that, getting the reps up. You're literally getting thousands of shots um, before you get that belief. And then I think you take it to game speed off the, off the dribble, off the move, off screens. Then you get to one-on-one then you start scrimmaging and start using it. And then, then that flows on to, you know, the preseason and, and veterans camp that he'll obviously be part of at another club. So uh, it is a big process. It's a lot of work. Um, you sacrifice a lot of your off-season to be able to go and do that. And um, well, let's just see whether he's prepared to do that work. Does that change the boomers' chances of meddling in Tokyo? Well, I mean, obviously the team would be better with Ben Simmons in it. But, you know, we've never had him. We've always been close to be able to win medals from the 80s and 90s and 2000s. And the last campaign, those guys were so close to being able to win our first ever medal. So we've got such a great culture in the Boomers. And we've got so many great leaders with Paddy and Joey and Baines and Daly. All these guys that have committed their off-season every single year to be part of it because they're passionate and they believe in it. So I believe that culture, and I think Gorge is the right coach to be able to take this team forward then they've got as good a chance as what we had, you know, in the last campaign without Ben Simmons as well. No doubt. Now, uh, I do watch the basketball show, Shane, online. Very good work by you, may I say. And uh, you good did... Good work, Timmy. Good work. Uh, no, thank you, Shane. Uh, and, I, and I enjoyed it until you brought out the brooms and talked about sweeping in the NBL finals. I was right. Was oh, I right? Oh, you were right, Shane. And I bow to your greater judgment, great man. But I will say you got a bit of help, courtesy of uh, the injury toll from the Wildcats. Um, but at the end of the day, probably would have made a difference. Do you think United were the best team? Well, I mean, if you put Bryce Cotton in that team, there's no way I was you know, predicting that it would be a sweep. Um, you know, he, he's just an unbelievable player and he would have totally changed the chances of, of the Wildcats. But... You know, that, that Melbourne team was probably paying three times the value in a, in a salary cap form than what the, the team that took the court for the Perth Wildcats. And their effort for the Wildcats and their desire and their toughness of the way they played and the way they've played for a long time, to be honest, you know, the way they structure and their, their culture and all the rest of it, they fought hard and they made every game a contest. And, um, but they were never going to win because they just didn't have enough talent. Was it the most courageous 3-0 grand final defeat we've seen in a very long time in any code of sport, in particular in the NBL? Probably. Um, you know, they again, they just didn't have the people that could score the basketball, so they had to play with that sort of toughness and drag the more talented players of United straight back down to their level, really. And uh, and they did it well. And Trev's got the system to be able to do it. Those guys had the belief. Um, you know, they didn't blink an eyelid with, you know, what the scoreboard was. They got down by 16 in the first quarter in Melbourne, but they found a way to be able to come back. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a tough team. Um, I think the biggest questions are, is what's going to happen from here? They've only got three players signed yeah, for no. next season. And we have never, ever seen the Perth Wildcats like this 
because normally they've had a foundation of six or seven players with Davian Martin and Jesse Wagstaff and Redditch and all these guys that have signed and they've just been able to build. So different times for the Wildcats right now. Very much so. Mitch Norton's name's been linked to the Tassie Junk Jack Jumpers as well. And mind you, Kevin White probably got himself another year. No doubt. I thought Whitey was tough. And, you know, he's a role player. They have to step up and play mm. much bigger uh, minutes than would have been expected, but he did it well. Shot the ball the best he's shot in his career. So I've got no doubt he'll get another year. Yeah, good stuff. And he knows his role too, and he's really comfortable with that. Before we let you go, Shane, uh, we, we did see about a month ago all the falling out with regards to your daughter, Shiloh. Can you just give us an update, a family update on Shiloh's process and progress over there in the States or where she's in the world? Yeah, yeah, it was obviously pretty disappointing. She was the eighth pick in the draft and went there sort of with a long-term view and uh, she was only there for 22 days and they'd lost five games in a row and uh, they cut their two first-round draft picks. So we were pretty disappointed, obviously, and, um, yeah, it was it was pretty emotional for her mm. um, being alone and being 19 in the States. And we got her back here and she's done a quarantine and she's just come out now and into another lockdown in New South Wales. So uh, at least she's with family this time. But, uh, yeah, she'll build her spirits back up and her, her confidence back up because... Uh, Certainly tough pill to swallow for such a young kid after, you know, some highs and lows like that. Yeah, well, she got good, great family support through you and your family, mate. So all the very best. I'm sure she will bounce back. Appreciate your time. Uh, who's going to win the NBA title, just quickly? Uh, I hope Phoenix win it, but uh, it's probably more likely the Bucks. All right. Appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us on Sporting Goss here in Perth. Good on you, guys. Good on you, mate. He's a good man, Shane Hill, and he did confidently predict the United would beat the Wildcats, and uh, he, he gave great glowing reports on the Wildcats' performance, and also he gave a, a great analysis on Ben Simmons. That is Shane Hill. He is one of the best critics and best uh, aficionados of the game, and why wouldn't he be? He's one of our finest performers in the green and gold. This is your Sporting Goss.